Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Again. 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 We're back for more. Back for... Everyone's been waiting for us. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) Uh, This is episode 182. And the topic for tonight, does grounding your kid work? Hmm. What do you think, Alan? I don't know. I'm not a, I, I didn't get grounded. I'd say no. All right, done. You're done? Is that our, our whole done. debate? <laughs> yeah. Um, our dad's debate? Uh, yeah. It, it just, it's for, for me, it doesn't feel like that's the best way to do it. I guess some people react to negative stimuli, but I don't know if I do, and I don't know if I would want to raise my kids that way. So, Good answer. Yeah. Um, episode 105, we talked about some of this. We yeah. talked about punishment. punishment in general, yeah. yeah, we talked about how punishing your kids doesn't work, and this obviously goes along with that, but... Um, we discussed sort of why people punish their kids and we provided some tips on what to do, you know, what you can, how you can improve it. But one of the things I wanted to expand on was, was talking about specific scenarios that happen with your kids and how to handle them. Because what I get or what I've been getting is when I say something like this, like, you know, Hey, grounding doesn't work. And they're like, well, what about this situation? Um, how are you, what's the consequence then, you know? Or, right. And so everybody always has a comeback of some kind or, a, or a, a thought of like, well, it doesn't work in that situation or mm-hmm. this, you know, it does work here or something mm-hmm. like that. So I'd like to challenge that. Um, I think parents often solve many problems with grounding, you know, grounding seems to be, you know, a big parenting trap because we think that it works. It's like a nonviolent punishment, right? Is that the whole idea behind grounding? Is that like, you know, and I say violent meaning like spanking or doing something. Yeah, I mean, somebody might think, yeah, it's better than that. Yeah, it's like, oh, Um, it's an alternative. I'm just, I'm taking something they want to do away from them. Right. uh, I'm going to take something away from them as a consequence because they did something wrong. Right. You know, or they did something bad or they did something I didn't want them to do. So as a result, they're going to be penalized. Yeah. They're going to be punished for that. So, but the reality is, is it doesn't work. Um, Let's look at even a more extreme situation. Prisons. Mm-hmm. Okay. I looked up a stat. 77, about 77% of prisoners who are released get arrested again. Right. Okay. So now I, I get it. There's other factors involved with maybe somebody who is going to prison. Their childhood could have been different. Sure. You know, other circumstances. But if we look at the fact that, you know, the, the reason we're putting them into prison is to obviously you know, one, keep them from harming more people or doing whatever they were doing again. Right. The problem is, is that when they're in prison, so punishing them Mm -hmm. doesn't fix the problem. Right. Because when they're done with their punish quote punishment, they get out, they're done with their punishment. They've served their time. They just do it again. Right. Or they do something else. So it really doesn't work to that extreme in that sense. So, Kind of like prison, <laughs> grounding doesn't work. Government, and government grounding. Government you know, or parent grounding. <laughs> yeah, or parent prison. Yeah. Um, you know, here's the thing is when I was growing up, 
I noticed that, and I and I did notice this, that I was disciplined differently than many of my friends around me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I may go knock on their door and find out like, nope, sorry, you know, Timmy's grounded. You know, he he can't come out and play. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean ground? Like, what, what does that have to do with anything? Because I'd never got grounded. Yeah, I didn't either. Maybe that's why I think the same way. Like, I mean, there was never, I don't remember a time everyone, so anyone saying, hey, you're grounded. Right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. so, you know, the, the kid was probably confined to their room. You know, they're on house arrest. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not able to play, use whatever device that they're, you know, whatever it is, play a game, mm-hmm. anything. You know, they got to sit in their room and read or sit in the room and do something. Right. You know, the problem with many of these situations is like it's not even that big of a punishment. I mean, sometimes it is. But, you know, right. it's like it's not. Well, that's, just, that's what you want to do in the first place. Right. Just want to go to my room. Oh, darn. I have to sit and relax. <laughs> um, but. You know, my parents took a little bit different of an approach when I did something wrong and I did. It's not like things didn't happen. I right. lit fires. I may have <laughs> right. took something. Yeah. I, you know, said bad words. I mean, whatever it was like, I, I did that stuff, too. Right. It's just my parents and especially my mom handled it differently. I mean, they would explain why it was wrong or, you know, what I did wrong and then figure out ways to fix it and we'd talk about it Mm -hmm. and they would talk about like sort of what's the impact of what I did or you know who was affected by it or you know and that starts when they're very when we were very very little so it's not like I'm saying you know you parent this other way and then all of a sudden when they're 15 and they get in trouble you're going to handle it this way and it's going to work you know you do need to start when they're very young Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise you know habits habits will just you know perpetuate themselves yeah so it was funny though i was think when i was thinking about this i do recall i was about probably about 10 years old or so my mom got so upset with me i don't even remember what i did i, I just remember she was so upset and she yelled and she just said you're grounded mm-hmm. and i remember like thinking okay like you've never done that before and so then she like came back or came up to my room in like 15, 20 minutes or something like that. I was like, ah, forget what I said, like grounding stupid. Or she was just like, I can't even ground you. I, I feel this isn't the right way to do it. You know, so she like, she yeah. just realized, you know, and so she, I remember too, like actually calling her out a bit on it, mm-hmm. which was just oh, as a kid, like <laughs> mom, you couldn't even ground me. Like but we had that kind of relationship that, you know, she had such great respect for us mm-hmm. that it was about teaching us what was right and wrong right. and, you know, to do that. So, you know, the way that she handled it. Yeah. I mean, she taught me right from wrong and she, she taught and, and my father to, to teach me how to make the good decisions that were best for myself, you know, and not what was best for her, but really it's like, what was best for me. And so I'm not giving myself credit at all. I mean, this is, you know, for being moralist, for being moral and honest and those kinds of things. It's like, it really was the parents who parented in a certain way that allowed you to do it. My siblings are the same way, yeah. you know? And so it's not just luck of the draw. It It is really the way that they're parented. So I wanted to kind of touch on it. Like I said in the beginning, a couple of scenarios that, you know, a child might do something wrong and normally a parent would probably ground them for these things, Yeah, you know, in a, in a normal situation. But I want to discuss like how to handle it without grounding so that, you know, your child can learn something and, and what is the end result that we want out of this. So I'll give you an example. Um, what if your kid got in trouble at school for 
this could be a boy or a girl, making out with their boyfriend or girlfriend behind the bleachers. Mm-hmm. So the teachers catch them. They get in trouble. Maybe they go to detention or something like that. Um, you know, they have to then deal with their parents and their parents are like, you're grounded. You can't see this person. Right. You guys are trouble, blah, 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 whatever. So what does that do if you ground them? Mm-hmm. You have any thoughts? I mean, that makes them want to see each other more. Probably makes them want to see each other more. And if anything makes, will make them better at sneaking around. Yeah. They're going to get better at, yeah, exactly. I just, I just won't get caught. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to sneak around better. Yeah. We're going to go to a place, but the bleachers obviously is not where they need to go. I need right. to go somewhere a little more remote and hidden. Right. And so here's the thing is like, you know, you know, your kid, it depends. You have to figure out what, like, what are you mad at? You know, are you mad at your child is growing up and doing that? I don't know. Why would you be mad at Well, I, I'm just saying like, you know, Hey, if it's, you know, whether boy or girl, you yeah. might be like, Hey, why are you doing that? You <laughs> know, know, at, this, at this age. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we know exactly why. Um, but maybe they're too young. Like you think that they're too young. Yeah. There might be some element of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for what they were doing, but more importantly, you know, they got in trouble. They're breaking rules. Mm. So you got to abide by the rules. And that's yeah. the part, you know, to talk about like, Hey, there's rules in place. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we teach them, Hey, you have to obey the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that you are, you know, you really like this person and you want to see them, but you're going to have to obey the rules. And and the fact is like if they got detention, that already was the punishment. Mm-hmm. Like taking away their phone for a week or not allowing them to see the person for the week is not going to work. Right. So you have to also, you know, you have to understand like the consequence in itself is what the school did or, you know, that kind of thing. You don't need to give an additional punishment, right? You know, them coming home is just, and, and punishing them is not going to help in any right. way. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about teaching them. If you watch my videos on the fatherhood formula that mm-hmm. I did on dad university, YouTube videos, I just had one about the fatherhood formula and I want to say number six mm-hmm. was about coaching. Yeah. And it's about acting as yourself as a coach rather than a parent. And we've talked about this, about teaching your child how to act and life skills. Right. And so, you know, you're coaching them and that's what this is about. Um, so here's another scenario. Your child hits another kid at school mm-hmm. and goes to the principal's office, you know, and gets in trouble, whatever. And your child wasn't defending themselves. Like they f- struck first punch. They got upset in some way. So it wasn't like they're, you know, what some people would say in the right. Yeah. You know? right, yeah. Like they did something wrong. They hit the other person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they got angry and hit him. So what, what does grounding the child in this situation do? Well, one, it's not, I mean, it's not related to the, Right. To the situation. Right. So, you know, okay, they got in trouble at school. Now you're going to say, hey, you're grounded. You don't get to play after school or you're going to miss soccer practice or you're going to miss cheerleading, whatever it is. I mean, it could be a girl too. say, hey, you're missing this. You're not going to be able to do anything fun because you got in a fight. So does that teach them anything? Right. No. So the way that I might suggest to do this would be first, you obviously have to Talk to your child about hitting and how it's not okay and it's not acceptable to hit somebody else. It's not the way that we're going to solve problems. Um, And then the other is to require the child to apologize to the other child, Mm. potentially the principal as well, you know, or the school. 
and maybe to do something nice for the child that you hit. Right. So it's not just apologizing, but it's actually doing something nice. We, I think in the parenting classes, when I took it, it was called a makeup, mm-hmm. you know, and let the child come up with a solution. Yeah. So asking them, say, hey, you know, what about doing something nice for this person that you were mean to? What do you think you could do? And they might say, well, I could uh, bring them something for as a treat, you mm-hmm. know, or maybe I could help them do X, Y, Z at, at, you know, at school. Right. Um, Something like that where they're making up for it and real and, and so that makes them realize that that's not the way to solve the problem mm-hmm. and that, you know, they need to be nice to people and such. So, you know, I guess, you know, it's a different situation if you're uh, if you're upon a situation in which like the child's defending themselves or they were being teased or whatever, but we still don't want them solving their problems right. with that. So that was something that, you know, um, I think would be important. So here's another scenario. Your kid steals something from a store. Now they don't get caught by the store. So the, you know, whoever doesn't see them, but you find it in their room. Mm. What do you do? Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. It's hard, <laughs> hard to say what would happen there. I mean, and they make the excuse, well, Oh, a friend gave it to me, whatever. But meanwhile, it's like a watch or, you know, it's something expensive. <laughs> yeah. And we're, and I'm assuming a younger child too, yeah, you know, a right. little bit younger. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, is it the area where you go to back to the store and help you? Know, yeah, so that's, go, that's a good scenario. We're going to bring it back and yeah. we're going to tell them what you did and, right. and then we can apologize. Yeah, because I think, you know, imagine you ground them. Yeah. That just makes them better at avoiding getting caught. Right. Okay, oh, shoot. Well, if I steal something, I just got to hide it well, better. Bury my treasure. Right. I got to hide it better. Yeah. So here's the thing, too, is to realize, especially when they are very young, it's pretty common for younger kids to steal something. Yeah. Like, this is not that your child is a delinquent no. and they're going off the deep end and they're going to go to juvenile hall. Yeah. Like that's not like, especially when they're young, it's like they really don't understand ownership. They still don't have a huge concept of money. Yeah. That's like they're testing their boundaries yeah. and stuff like that. And if they do understand, it might be just some weird thrill they did that day. Or yeah. They're, they're not really understanding it, but it's obviously important to curb that. Right. So that the pattern doesn't continue. Right. But when you ground them, you get them in trouble, whatever. They're not inclined to stop that. Mm-hmm. That's not teaching them. The, it's just teaching like, okay, well, if I get caught, I'm going to get in trouble. So I just better not get caught. Right. That really is the philosophy. I mean, it's not much of a deterrent. Granted, there are some countries where if you steal, you get your hand cut off. I have heard that that is a deterrent. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if that's what you want a society you want to build, right. you know, that's up to you. But, right. um, you know, I think, yeah, you take them back to the store. They apologize to the manager or the store owner and give the item back. Uh, you discuss how stealing is not acceptable and mm. not okay. And then maybe they do something. Maybe, you know, maybe they offer something to the store manager. Like I, can I help in some way? Can I fix something? Can I do a makeup? But also too, you got to realize, you know, something like that, they could go to jail. Right. Like, and jail is a lot, you know, is not a good place, <laughs> Yeah. you know? So, I, you know, I don't know how much that threat is important, you know, you don't, me personally, I don't like teaching someone um, because of focusing on the consequence right. to themselves. It's often the consequence to other people or the fact that it's just wrong to do. Yeah. You know, it's going to hurt somebody else. 
I mean, it could hurt yourself. Sure. But you're responsible for yourself. I mean, if you want to steal something with the risk of getting caught and then you get caught, you got caught. Like, caught, there's, yeah. I, like I'm not going to feel bad for you. Right. You know? Yeah. So teaching our kids that it's like, you know, that it's stealing from somebody else is not okay and helping them understand that. Like, would you want someone to take something from you and then, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Right. So, right. Giving them some kind of like empathy towards yeah, things. Yeah, you know? for sure. All right. So here's another one. Your child talked back to the teacher and got detention. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You know, is grounding them, you know, you get, they get home, you find out that they were completely disrespectful to their teacher mm-hmm. And they ground them. You're mm-hmm. like, you're grounded for a week. You're not doing anything. You, you, there is no way you're going to talk to a teacher like that. Mm-hmm. You are grounded. Right. Again, what is that? I, I mean, maybe they would learn that. I don't yeah. know. Um, I, I don't know. But you know, detention is their punishment. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got in trouble from the teacher. Um, is you know, you punishing them at home? What does that have to do with? the actions at school other than because you're already you're telling them that the, the behavior is unacceptable right i mean they don't want to get detention that's you, you're going to complicate the situation by thinking well i don't want to get detention and i'm gonna get home it's i'm gonna get you know at, at home i'm gonna get in trouble right but the reason they don't want to do it or you don't want them doing it, is because it's disrespectful not because that they're going to get detention right yeah okay. that's the reason you know and so focusing on that as the reason not because you're going to get in trouble right it's because it's wrong to do. Mm-hmm. We are not disrespectful to those people that are in the authority right. and are trying to teach you. And it's disrespectful to all the other students around there. Right. So make them apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, ask how they can make it up to the teacher. Maybe mm-hmm. it's writing a letter or doing something, but helping the teacher in class, but allowing them to come up with something. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's part of the important thing too, is like, how can you make it up to the teacher? You know, discuss being disrespectful and how, you know, if you want to have respect, you want the teacher to respect you, you're going to have to respect the teacher as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's not fair to the other students either. You know, if you're causing disruptions and those kinds of things. Right. So, you know, oftentimes, you know, and here I look back for myself, I was very, very talkative in class. Mm-hmm. I would often... Um, I recall I would get in trouble. I would get sent out to the corner or to the drain or I would have to, you know, and it wasn't, I wasn't being um, mean or anything. I was just, I would talk all the time. Yeah. You know, go figure. Being disruptive. As it's now worked for me in my <laughs> sure, later, yeah. later yeah. years. Um, but I talked, I just, I loved to talk and I was talking to my friends mm. and whatever. And so I got in trouble a lot because I was disruptive. And I remember getting in trouble over and over and over again. Mm. So me going to the drain mm-hmm. did not deter it. What's the drain? It was like there was a drain outside. Okay. And we were like, you had to stand over the drain. It was like embarrassing, I guess, or something. I don't. I just remember the drain. I'd yeah. go there. <laughs> I'd go yeah, there I mean, now. like I got sent out that. in class and yeah. I was like sitting in the drain. I mean, I, but I do remember a couple conversations. There was an aide who was a friend of mine's mother. And I remember her talking about... Like, is this the way that you want to be seen, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of stuff. And then also my parents, because I don't think I told them, you know, I'm sure I didn't. Mm-hmm. So until they found out and then they began to talk about that kind of stuff, too, where it's yeah. like, listen, 
if you want to talk, you got to do it at recess. You know, while you're in class, you got to find some other way. Yeah. You know, whether it's participating or whatever, that if you really need to talk, you got to figure that out. Yeah. Sure. And they were, they were, I remember them being like instructive about it. Mm-hmm. Like, how can we solve this? Mm-hmm. Not, you can't do this. You're disrespectful, but, but you know, it was like, how do we solve it? And we come up with something where you can, you're able to talk because obviously you want to talk and not get in trouble. Right. You know? And so that was kind of my, my thing. So I think in all of these scenarios, the punishment just doesn't teach us about what is right. And that's kind of what I'm getting at that the child just learns to be better at avoiding punishment. Mm -hmm. So whether that's lying, stealing better, like you said, burying the treasure better, Mm -hmm. um, you know, many, I'm sure I'd I'd love the feedback. Um, many will argue like, well, there's no consequence then to some of these scenarios. Like, well then, you know, that's not right. Yeah. But I, I would argue that, that they do have consequences, whether it is the detention for school or, Hey, you know, if you steal, you're going to some do something outside school, you could potentially go to jail. Yeah. You know, and it's like instilling the value that they should, they should, you know, you should feel bad when you do bad things to people or right. hurt somebody or whatever it is. Like I don't go popping people in the head. I can probably get away with it. Right. I don't. Cause I don't, yeah, you know, it a, doesn't teach the right behavior. Yeah. We want to reinforce good behavior. Yeah. Ignore bad behavior. Right. So that's really what it is. You know, we're all, Here's the bottom line. We're trying to raise ethical and moral children. Sure. Like we all, I think, want to <laughs> yeah, for most the most part. Time, yeah. So punishing them isn't the best way to get them there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's better ways. It's talking about it. It's explaining it to them. Um, and, and I disagree with the fact that there has to be a consequence for everything. Right. You know, when a child, especially a child, makes a mistake, you know, what is their maybe there is a consequence, but a lot of it is the natural consequence of what it is. I mean, a child feeling horrible is a consequence. Yeah. You know, when the child does something and then they cry and they're feeling actually really horrible about what they did. Yeah. That is the consequence in in many times. Like you don't necessarily have to punish. No, I, I punish that's in that fact. That's funny. So that's (laughs) my mom had always said that she goes, I never had to punish you. You would punish yourself way worse. (laughs) And so that's how it was. Like I would, I would beat myself up for doing something that was wrong, you know? And, Um, so she didn't need to do it. Yeah. So anyway, so, you know, the overarching thing with all of this is like grounding just doesn't work. You know, that's my, that's my opinion. I'd love to hear other opinions for people who say, well, no, it works for me. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm very successful now (laughs) because I was grounded. Yeah. Um, I've learned right from wrong because I was sitting in my room for two weeks. (laughs) Right. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. So anyways, Alan. If they have feedback or questions, what should they do? They should email us, podcast at dudes or hit us up on social media, Twitter at dudes to dads, Facebook, dudes to dads com. Please go to YouTube and watch the dad university videos, especially the one that was just mentioned about punishment on the video six. I believe you just said it was well, I'm um, not sure what number. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, also please go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and any other place you see us and leave us a review and a thumbs up and a five stars or whatever else is on there. All of it. All of it as it always helps perpetuate the show. Awesome. Well, Alan, thank you as always. Thank you. And And we will see you next time. See you next time.